What's up, guys? You're listening to the Colorado Cars and Coffee podcast with me, John, Steve, Hello. Matt, How's it going? Terry, how you doing? And Dan. What's up? Uh, so let's drive straight to our listing of weekend events. Uh, this okay. week's events are... So we do have our Golden Sonic event, which is Tots and Tailpipe in Golden, 5 to eight and it is our toys for tots drive so we do definitely encourage you to turn up and bring a new unwrapped toy so we can uh, give it to the marines be able to give it to the kids so that's going to be at in golden sonic at 5 to 8 p.m and that is this friday and then this saturday there is a cars and coffee at bass pro shops parking lot in springs that runs from 8 a.m to 11 a.m and that's the bass pro on what street was that one on? All right, Spring Street. Yeah, it's. I don't, a, a, I don't think we have a street for that one. It's just the. It was yeah, North, North Colorado Springs. Street. Put it in no, it's, it's in North Colorado Springs. So basically, yeah. you guys will be able to find it. Excellent. Uh, so on Sunday we have slush. Uh, as of right now, tentatively, it's at 1 p.m. on Sam's off of Broadway. It's in Denver, right? Yes, correct. And then on Friday, we have Tots and Tailpipes in Centennial from 5 to 8 p.m. It's our Toys for Tots at Arapahoe and South Lima. Centennial Sonic. And that is that is the following uh, Friday on the 6th of November. So then after that... um... On Sunday, November 8th, there's a Cars and Coffee in Loveland from 8 to 11. That's at Loveland Design Carpet. Uh, last time I was at that, the beginning of uh, October this month, it was it was pretty packed. So if you're going to go, I recommend getting there at 8 o'clock. Cool. Uh, so next, we're uh, down to our topics. Um, one of our topics is about uh, 2021 uh, Ford Bronco Charity Auction. Yeah, I... <laughs> that is great. Okay. So, yeah, I guess there is a charity auction for a 2021 limited first edition Ford Bronco. The, the bidding will support St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. And I do believe the link is uh, charitybuzz.com forward slash catalog underscore items forward slash two one one seven six hundred yeah i was uh interested in bidding on this because i thought oh cool i I looked at the price it's currently at one hundred and forty five thousand dollars so that's just just over my limit so i am i am out (laughs) yes Um, and definitely out too (laughs) what's more shocking is it's at that price with only 34 bids yes Charity stuff usually goes up pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, still. Yeah. We're probably looking at 34 millionaires. Yeah. Yeah, because it's all written off. millionaires going back and forth. Yeah, Yeah. true, true. And unfortunately, it's only got like 17 hours left to run. So by the time you guys listen to this, it would be sold. But definitely go check out the link and see how much it's sold for. Because it is is a nice thing that's happening to... uh, Support St. Jude's, and if you don't know what St. Jude's does, yeah, I would definitely go check them out. Everything they do is at no cost to to the parents, and they're one of the, the best children's research hospitals that has ever existed. I was so, reading a little bit about know, a little bit about the backstory, and uh, Calvin Ford is one of the Ford Ford family. He's the one that's providing putting up this Bronco, and his wife is went to St. Jude's when she was a child, so. They come back and now they're helping out St. Jude's. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that's that's a good story, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely check it out. So that's really good. And hey, you know, if you're local by any chance, and local would be a suburban Ford of Sterling Heights in Michigan, the owner, which who is, as Steve just mentioned, the Calvin Ford, will actually come to the dealership to. <laughs> transfer the paperwork over to you. So that's an incentive to outbid the $145,000 card bid if you live right there. 
And, and before we get off the topics of uh, new Ford Broncos, um, if you're one of the guys that has ordered one, uh, we would love to take it for a spin. So, you know, send us a message. Yes, definitely. I guess next we're uh, talking about F1, and I'll let Terry uh, take over on that. Yeah, so if some of you have noticed, a couple other guys are not here that we used to talk F1 with, which would be Hayden and Alex, so it's really just me, so I'm not going to get too in-depth. Just essentially, um, Portuguese Grand Prix was, was last, was this Sunday just gone, and Lewis Hamilton did win, so he has actually now uh, 92 wins, which is the most of any F1 driver, so he is one up from Michael Schumacher. So that was actually good Good to see. The race itself was really good, and there was a lot of overtaking. Some controversy, essentially, with Lance Stroll basically causing a couple of incidents, getting uh, two five-second penalties, etc. So if you saw the race, great. If not, try and see some of the highlights from there. But essentially, Hamilton is on pace to basically claim his seventh world championship, which will tie Michael Schumacher's race record so it's something definitely it's going to happen in the next at least two races at a minimum so that's we're going and the other big news is essentially Haas F1 which is the American team um, they have uh, they basically said they are not going to retain their two drivers which was Romain Grosjean and uh, his name slips my mind which just happens when you're old but anyway the talk is that they will bring in Mick Schumacher, who is Michael Schumacher's son. He's currently the F2 leader, will be the F2 championship. If you're not familiar, F2 is like a junior league. Look at it like Indy Lights, okay, etc. So that's where a lot of the up-and-coming F1 drivers usually come from. So, And then the second place on there is, which I had written down, but I didn't look it up. So now I've got to go look it up again. Let's see. Let me see. And this one is kind of interesting because Haas has said they weren't really looking at Eilat. Okay. And which is interesting because they said he wasn't on their actual shortlist, but it looks like he is. So some of it is interesting. Both those drivers, Schumacher and Eilat, are both Ferrari. Um development drivers, so they're part of the Ferrari fa family. And Haas F1 has a partnership with Ferrari, technically they're a standalone team, but they use a Ferrari engine. So the interesting thing is, if that is true, and Haas will fill those two seats with two Ferrari drivers who are development drivers, then there won't, technically there's not really an independent team, technically they would be a farm team for Ferrari, which would actually be interesting because it might solve some of their financial woes, which is what they hinted at why they are not retaining their two current drivers. They've basically said it's for financial reasons, and then the story or the rumors come out that Caleb Eilat, who is British, who is you know Ferrari development driver, and Mick Schumacher, who's always been a Ferrari development you know development driver, are looking at being into those seats. So it's a very interesting thing. We'll see how it plays out. And if so, then, yeah, great. It'll be good to see Mick Schumacher come up and start driving into F1 and see if he has the same level of talent that his father had and go from there. So the future is kind of interesting for F1 on that case. So hey, Terry, i got a couple things for it. you. I've got a couple things for you. No, you don't. What? Um, unfortunately, so a no. lot of our friends in our other uh, chat talk about F1 all the time and I follow a few guys on Twitter. So... I saw a awesome run by Kimmy through the backfield. Did you see a bunch of his uh, his run? At that, there's, there's yeah, a video out I there. Did, he but, took like five yeah. or six positions or more. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he kept them. Yeah. He probably didn't. But no, he didn't. That was no, an awesome. Because, that was awesome to see. Yeah, but that happens in a start sometimes. So I know a lot of people are impressed by that. Okay, and it is it's very in you know it's very well. It, it's, it's, it's it's a talented driver. In a, I guess, less than pristine or top tier car, right? Yeah, but yeah. still, in F1, that happens a lot. Yeah, more than yeah. people think. Right. So, yes, it was good to see Kimmy do that. Okay, but some of the reaction to that is going, oh, Kimmy, Kimmy, oh, the Iceman, he's still around. It's like, yeah, no. 
Okay, Ferrari's not going to go, oh, Kimmy, you know what? You should come back to Ferrari, even though we said we don't want you no more and go drive for Alpha. You know, those things are not going to happen. Yes, it was good to see. It would have been nice if he was able to retain those places, but that wasn't going to happen. You know, and also on the same pass, you have, you have George Russell, who qualifies high, usually gets into Q2 in a Williams car that is just substandard, beyond belief. You know, so those things do happen. Yes, it was nice to see Kimmy do that. And, you know, some people sort of listen to this and go, well, you don't like Kimmy. Yeah, well, I don't. But still, there have been other drivers that, that have done that, that have started and at the start because people make bad decisions, there's accidents, or there's just, you know, people getting away and slowing down. He chose the right line. And that just shows he has the most experience in, in F1. He is the most experienced driver. So you would expect to see that for him to take advantage of any opportunity that presents itself in front of him. So he did exactly what Kimmy does. I think it would be more impressive if you had somebody like Roman Grosjean, who's basically not as good as he used to be, start from last and be able to make up 12 places and keep at least four of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, another thing I saw was, um, you were talking about Lance Stroll and some controversy. But mm -hmm. Wasn't there a, a, a brush up with uh, Max Verstappen in Lance in, that was in, in practice? In practice? Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's Lance not paying attention. And then there was some things that Max said over the over the air that got him into some trouble, which I can't say here because somebody wants a PG thirteen podcast. Well, you, know, you, you can <laughs> say it. It's just, all, it got him. It got him into trouble. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it really got him into trouble. It didn't get him in trouble by the FIA. It didn't get him in trouble with Red Bull. They got him other people yes. commenting. Right. And other fans out there or people out there saying, oh, you know, this and that. And that happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. And yeah. Max is Max. Max basically says what Max is going to say. And Max doesn't care what people say about him. So, you know, that's that's racing. That that happens. That's the same thing as yep. NASCAR right. getting out of their cars and, and flipping, you know, their helmets and running into the pits to beat the crap out of people. Sure. You know, Lance should have paid attention to what was going on, you know. Max technically should pay a little bit more attention to within the race. They called a racing incident. Race, you know, racing point basically says it's Max's fault. Max basically said, no, sorry, they, they need to pay attention. But that was against actually Checo by, by the way, in the race. Okay. Good wrap up there, Terry. Um, yeah. Back to you, John. All right. Uh, next we're talking about the, SSC controversy of the, the speed claim. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything to talk well, about that. I do believe Matt was very interested in that. Matt is well-versed in it. I'm not well-versed in it. I was just kind of following it. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it piqued my interest when I saw the, the Shmi video about the, the controversy about the, the uh, top speed that the Tuatara reached. And basically, if you hadn't seen the video, he take he'd taken some evidence from other from other videos and other sources to kind of show that um, the video that was posted hinted towards the top speed actually being around 280. Um, there was someone. Who, do you know? Do you remember who it was that came out and said that it was verified what that um, what that group's name was? Uh, SSC SSC came out and said that. Uh, it was verified with uh, Duotron equipment. Yeah. GPS equipment. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Right, so well, yeah, that equipment, I think, um, was what was used to verify four out of the last five top speed claims. So it's, it seems to be that this is solid. So whatever was going on in that video, uh, it doesn't line up with with the claim to top speed. And I guess uh, now some people are talking about, you know, if, if you kind of read through their initial claim to this, top speed they said they had problems as they were getting over 300 um with a lot of vibration from wind and stuff so there's a possibility that they just didn't use that video in the official video that they released which would be weird well that's what everyone not thinks right now not to so they updated that on oh the video. i haven't i haven't seen this so go go to um i sent you the link in uh the, the podcast chat 
is the Moto Trend link, and you go down, there's a couple of updates, and they have a whole thing about the video. Is this the same article that we were reading? Yeah, but it was updated today. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see that. Okay. Yeah. So, we can edit this little part out, but because there's going to be some silence whilst you read. It's a very interesting read, though. Whilst he's reading, I'll do the background music. Do, do, do. Wow. <laughs> they, <laughs> we're confirming it, but we can't guarantee the accuracy or correctness. Way to dip Wait, your toe in the water. <laughs> uh, a statement was part? by Duatron. I don't know how to say his name. Duertron? I don't know. Let's see. Matt, they do talk about gear ratios, too. Yeah, yes. that was my... So, okay. they say 6th gear is 333.4 miles per hour at 8,800 RPM. Okay, okay. 7th gear is up to 353 um, at max 7,700 RPM. So, that was one thing that they said that you they can't... Basically, that 7th gear for a top speed run is useless. Yes, I get the, ratio, yeah. but the power that the engine is putting down would just shred the seventh gear. Right. Yeah, a, a key so, point that I thought was interesting was that they said the car needs 1,473 horsepower to achieve 311 yeah. miles per hour. Right. Michelin Sport Pilot Sport Cup 2s. Those are not those rated are pretty, for 331 miles per hour. No, I was just going to say, those are a pretty off-the-shelf tire, right? Mm, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Jeez. interesting. So, yeah, this is... <laughs> this is more interesting. Because... You know the video thing is is fine. I mean, you know that's that's gonna happen. I mean, they're editing video. They have stupid things on there. I I really don't care about a video. I really don't care about people on YouTube taking videos and putting theoretical data or things they think they know on there. That that doesn't bother me. That's just YouTube getting hits, getting likes. I I don't right. care. You know that doesn't mean anything to me. It's the interesting thing right here is what Dan brought up is. Like, you know, the update, like yesterday, the SSC North America released a statement in which it claimed Red Bull, Austrian manufacturer of, of test and data equipment, Duotron, had validated the world record run, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. And, of course, that validation would, would you know, make it official and say, hey, this is pretty much what happens. But Duotron today released a statement basically saying, yeah, they used our equipment. We don't verify it. But, you know, the hardware manager isn't able to guarantee the accuracy or correctness of the outcome. So they just provide equipment. So it gets really. It muddies the water even more. Yes, it does. And, you know, I know a lot of people that watch those videos and Trina did that. And, you know, to me, it's just like, you know, dude, seriously, enough. You know, all these conspiracy theories or this or that. This doesn't make it any better. This definitely. Conspiracy, because it just in this day and age, I don't think you could you could maliciously, you know, fake a top speed run and expect to get away with it. Right. Oh no, exactly. So you I, know, I don't think they're malicious. They've maliciously done anything here. If it's wrong, then it's wrong. Right. Be right. Because it's it's wrong because it's wrong because either the data was bad, the equipment didn't work correctly, or they miscalculated whatever. That's wrong. You know, I just wish... I mean, obviously, there's going to be more come out. Developing story. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. definitely, definitely developing. I mean, my gut says they actually did what, what they said they were going to do. I think now it's just a question of verifying the data, and if need be, do it again. They, they said they were going to do it again anyways, because they yeah. think they can beat their own record they, right. in better weather conditions. So, so. Yeah. good for them. Yeah, so it's seeming that Duotron is throwing SSC under the bus. Is that what we're well, getting? We're seeing? Well, necessarily throwing them under the bus. They don't. They, want they don't their to verify confirm, records. 
Right. They right. were trained remotely because of COVID. Uh, it was the SSC team that took the equipment, installed it, ran the equipment, right? Since that's basically what mm. they're saying is that since they weren't the head of anything, it was their equipment used, but since they weren't officially there to... To sanction it. Basically sanction it, right. They're not standing by this, just in case. It sounds like they're just covering their own ass. It sounds well, yeah, like we're going to get a laundry list of lessons learned by any any future uh, company oh, that wants to have a speed run. They're going to get yeah. their fact. They're going to get their, their ducks in a row. Yeah, right. because there's... Go ahead, go ahead, Matt. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. I think with... You know, it's, it seems like every year there's... A, at least another attempt for this top speed thing, you know, and it's sell it's what sells these hyper cars. Everyone wants to have the fastest, the fastest car. So I think from this, we're going to see some sort of, you know, official committee that's going to oversee this stuff. You're going to have hmm. to, or otherwise anyone can claim anything. Right. Right. Definitely. I mean, I sources and stuff. Right. There needs yeah, to be I some mean... sort of officially sanctioned, Independent source. Go ahead, Terry. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's like, it's unclear what Duotron was contracted to do. Obviously, they're contracted to provide the equipment, but it's not clear if they're contracted to provide the validation or any other services. So, until that's cleared up, then essentially is who validated the actual data, because if on my understanding when it comes to any world record, it's an independent validation. So, it's not like you, it's not like me going, you know, yeah, you know, I I ate 158 chicken wings in three minutes. Well, how, who can prove it? I proved it, you know? Exactly. So, you know, there's an independent validation. So it's just interesting who was the independent validation for this speed run. Was it Duotron? Because we don't know, because nobody's saying. And let's just say, hypothetically, it was them. And they'll come out and say, yes, actually, we were contracted to validate, but we couldn't validate because... We can't guarantee the accuracy or correctness because we weren't there to put in the equipment. So, i.e., none of our representatives were there to monitor the equipment. Who knows? It's interesting. Definitely a developing story. So yeah, We're recording this on uh, Wednesday, October 28th. So by yeah. the time this comes out on Friday, there could be whole new developments in this. Yeah. I, I think by Friday, I think it's going to be like, look, we did it, but... This yeah. is the data, but it can't it can't be ver you know it can't be verified. Screw all you people on YouTube and your crappy videos. Yeah. We're going to do it again. SSC seems to think that they have enough evidence. Um, yeah, but jury is still out. Yeah, so it is. they could solve this yeah. by doing another run with independently mm -hmm. full suite of everybody there. You know, do it on the square, and if they felt yeah. there was enough. Uh, credence to this claim of a false speed, false speed run. Yep. I, honestly, I say they take their car, they give it a Konazeg, and make Konazeg do it. <laughs> it's like drive oh, a it car. It only goes 190. Why would you give it to Konazeg? <laughs> <laughs> drive our car, Konazeg. Make sure it's faster than yours. Uh, your car did 82. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. That's Burr. it. First seven miles, yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's great. I was hitting red line. Red line at 82. Yeah. That's it. I don't understand. What was this that you gave me? A Hyundai? <laughs> All right, John, back to you. Back to you. All right. Uh, next, we have our little challenge that we set up where we had to come up with a $5,000 to spend on a car that you would need to drive from coast to coast. You can pick your starting city, must be on the east coast or west coast, and your end point must be on the opposite coast of the start point. And then um car must be purchased from your starting city. Um, so what did you guys come up with? Actually, I had a lot of fun yeah. with this. I had a lot I of fun. All right, Dan, Dan, take it away. Yeah, you carry start. Uh, it, I mean, it's not Jared. Easy, but hold on a second. Let me bring it up real quick. <laughs> Window. All right, here we go. Oh my and god, that's porn. What are you doing? I know, right? There we go. <laughs> so, I started in Jacksonville, Florida, because that's Ooh. where I'm from. Uh, figure, you know, get the saltiest rundown things I could find within budget that would also actually work. 
Um, nice. So I actually have four. Uh, is there an issue oh, if I go over four, or do you want me to just choose one? You should just choose one. Just choose one. Okay. I'll choose, one choose, choose your winner, and then explain. So he shows winner. us all of them, and then he says right. he's gonna yep. pick one. Flashes through, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. I am choosing. You're an idiot. <laughs> okay. The 1978 MGP. You're not. You're not going to make it out of Florida, man. I'll be lucky to make it to the highway, but you know what? I'll be going in style. Oh my God, that's great! Thank God. Yeah. Well, uh, Sue, please explain to us why you want this wonderful British Leyland product. Well, you know, what a good way to go on a road trip across America than in a British car, you know? It's kind of like, <laughs> it's just, I think it'd just be hilarious. Look, it's got a soft, you know, soft top. It was running six months ago. Who knows? Oh, you know, it's, oh, you know, six months ago. it's a gamble. You know, sometimes you just have to jump. And this is one of those cases. Look at Obviously, they can't. have two grand to spend on repairs. Yeah, see? Or a tow truck, whichever you're gonna, one. You're going to you need know? every penny. Look at, Look at that rust. Look at that rust. Oh my god. Look, it 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 has it has mismatch wheels. Does it better? Yes, it does. Oh yeah. So where are you driving this to? So you're going uh, to Jacksonville to where? Uh I think San Diego. Uh, sure, okay. You'll be a certified MGB mechanic by the time you get to San Yeah, I will. <laughs> that thing is amazing. Is it a manual? Because you know they they made some autos of those and those were fucking terrible. It is. It's a manual. It's a manual. Oh, thank <laughs> Oh, that is that is fantastic. But so the south route, so we don't have to worry about snow or crazy hills, um, and it should relatively stay the same temperature-ish. Obviously, lots of wow. rain. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. So that's mine. Ugh. Yeah, you might need well, to replace a few radiators if you're driving through the mountains and that. <laughs> oh yeah. Especially in the winter, just nah, just, it's it's over. Well, you obviously chose a couple more, so what the hell? Yeah, well, I didn't choose them. I, it was, I had a, a low point up to, like, almost max, so. Okay, then, then at, screw it. Yeah. Screw at, uh, it. Screw it. Screw it. We'll just move on. Yeah, okay. Let me... That's great. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. You're an idiot. Yeah, I mean, hey. <laughs> You're just an idiot. Um... I saw that and was like, I need to have it. <laughs> That is fantastic. Should I follow you up since I also did Jacksonville? Yes, oh, you yeah. should. Yep, yes, go ahead, yes, Matt. Because you're go in ahead. Jacksonville. <laughs> take, take it away. So I also did Jacksonville. I'm not from the area, but I chose it because I figured it would give me, you know, Florida would give me the best uh, rusty shit boxes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. You guys see that? All right. Uh, let me see. So, oh, this is my oh, best. Oh, hey, hang on, hang on. It's better. Hang on. It gets better. This is, I, there were two of them. So, I decided to pick. Oh. Six Mercedes Benz 190D with the the 2.5 diesel. Yes. Big chrome rims. Oh my God. And there's uh one of these pictures, a little rust on the rocker panel there. Oh my nice God. Plush tan interior. That is fantastic. Oh, <laughs> and it has some nice uh, aftermarket colored headlights. Oh. Exactly That's really something that you would expect from Florida. Yeah, it it's definitely has it definitely has character. That's what it is. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'll be, I'll be riding across the country in style, mm -hmm. luxury in style. Which I'll route are you going? Yes. And where and where are you ending up again? Uh, I'm gonna do L.A. Yeah, okay. So you're not. <laughs> oh, so you're gonna just overheat in traffic if you make it that far. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're not going L.A. Oh, let's see. The wheels, the wheels, the wheels, the wheels are great. The wheels know, are great. The white, the white with the big chrome wheels. The big chrome wheels. It, it That's just beautiful. It doesn't look right. It's I can just. just <laughs> I can imagine being on the highway driving by it and it just being on a tow truck. Like are those just, front uh, wheels bigger than the rear? <laughs> yeah, the front left. The front left looks it, huge. It does. It does. It are they like? Picture? Is that called the Carolina like, Squat yeah. or something? Carolina lean? I don't know. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, yes, the interior is exact. Look at the light. It is low on the back. <laughs> go go back is. to the chrome <laughs> shot with the dude. Yeah, go back to the chrome shot one more. <laughs> there, look at that. <laughs> 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 That's great. I wish, I wish oh. you guys could see 
actually have to put the links to these and then yeah. we post the podcast I, at least. Terry, like, I'm, at least I'm capturing video, so hopefully oh, if it okay. works yeah, well. Okay. Yeah, because we'll try. Look at the just oh my god, that is the greatest thing. Look at the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just see like two like hot dogs. So is there <laughs> underglow? <laughs> underglow in the engine? Is that right? Oh, I hope the god there is. Oh no, it's no, just the lights. It's, uh, okay. Look at those colored things. lights. All right, so is that? Did they just put that like you know color film on there that you can just scrape off? Yeah. Or did they put in the purple? Look, look at his yeah, grill. Overlay. I think his grill's also lit up as well. Is that is that right? Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. It may just be glow from the picture. Yeah, mm. it looks like it's just it's glow just glow. From the yeah, I think oh. it's uh, I think it's because you, you can get bulbs that you can change the color yes, with your right. smartphone. I think that's what they did because the lenses look. Uh, that is normal. just. I will say uh, the interior looks decent from what I saw though. Yeah. 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 And it's not it's not in bad condition. It's uh, comes in a thousand dollars under budget. Ooh. Wow. You know what I do really love about it is is the limo tint on the rear window. <laughs> You this see is that? a five-cylinder? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. it's a 2.5 diesel, five-cylinder. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. You're going to need a 1000 bucks in oil, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's right. Well, first off, go. you need to realign that suspension. Like, that thing is all Plastic long. dip paint job. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, oh, wait. description. It's pretty good. Yes, I actually <laughs> read. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, you know, the, the best part of this description so far is the new European style headlamps. <laughs> My ass. <laughs> oh, and this and the uh, number 59 original hammer wheels from Mercedes Classics. Fantastic body with no rust. Does that say rust? It doesn't come with rust. No rust. I, I refuse to buy a car that does not come with rust. You said you were going to Florida to find a rusty, I can't say the word, bucket. Right, so you went and did the exact opposite of what you said you were gonna do. But it says no rust. I I refuse to buy a car that does not come with my own rust. A rust? That's the rust. Damn it! So before. Oh wait, no wait. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, sorry, I gotta interrupt here. This is great. So never wrecked. Pictures speak for itself. The rear end has been tuned up. And was that minor repairs needed for excellent condition? <laughs> so, more oh. to be in excellent condition, you need to fix it. Right. Got it. Yeah. Records kept at Mercedes dealership. You mean the recall notices? <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> that thing is never seen, has never seen a Mercedes dealership. No. Ever. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, my right, God. I wrap this up. One thing that I did find, I wouldn't pick this to go across the country, but being okay. we're in Colorado and Jeeps are a very big thing, I was looking around, and in Florida, you can buy rear-wheel drive Jeeps. The Wranglers come like this, too, but here's a, a Cherokee Sport rear-wheel drive because they don't have any uh, terrain down there to go off-roading in, and people just buy their mall crawlers, so why waste money on four-wheel drive when yep. you can just buy rear-wheel? Yep. So what I see is drop the suspension on that, strip it out, dude, and just go to town. Just that cut is corners great. everywhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's just a classic. Oh, both of you, you're just not gonna make it. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I want you to pull a Vespa or something just ridiculous. That is, that is fantastic. That is just. I knew you'd get a kick out of that. Oh. <laughs> you want me to go ahead, Ness? Yeah, go ahead, John. Yeah, go ahead, John. Okay. Uh, so my pick was a 1984 um, Chrysler LeBaron. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's see. The... Oh! <laughs> Oh my, that is worse than I thought. It was oh, beautiful. I'm, I love has, the wood grain. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, yeah. it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a wood grain LeBaron. It has I only 45,000 miles, so I mean, that's at least uh, it has that going for it. <laughs> that is just so beautiful. Yeah. Just so. Uh, 
Yeah, convertible. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so you know, hilarious. So you know it's gonna leak. Yep. Oh. So, so is that. this the same thing that John John Voigt Voigt, Voigt had in Seinfeld? Wasn't it LeBaron? Yeah, convertible. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was. It also has a talking feature built into it. Like it has some kind of voice that'll tell you to put on your seatbelt and. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah. The door. The door is ajar. The time, yeah, that's what the it door was. Is yeah. Jar. yeah. The door is ajar. Yeah. Is that yep. the one with the uh, the digital gauge cluster? Oh. Uh, oh, you got to see if it has it. I think it does. Um, kind of hard to see. That's almost worth the five grand just to take it to car shows to, so that people have to do a double take and go, what the hell is that? <laughs> that is just beautiful. I, I have to go do this. Yeah, they had, well, that one, not necessarily. Some of them did. The higher packages did. They had a digital gauge cluster. Right. Looks like something out of a out of an arcade game. Yeah. That is fantastic. Oof. Yeah, this one has it. That's the, <laughs> how that cluster looks. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that is great. So, yeah. Uh, my God, I haven't oh, seen one of those in forever. Oh, it's just, it's just beautiful. There's nothing, there's nothing more to say. That is just absolutely. <laughs> so. My uh, Gloria, who's my father's wife, when he first met her, guess what she had? Little Baron. That car. A Woody. Really? Yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and so, oh my, we're gonna diverge here. But when I first met her, so my my father, you know, I I flew out here. My father's like, well, we're gonna go to dinner with Gloria. She's gonna pick us up. Blah, 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 blah. I says, okay, that's fine. He goes, now, she has a convertible, but it's a piece of shit. That's what he said. And I'm like, okay. He turns up in this LeBaron, and I looked at him and went, you're right. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, this coming from a man who bought a turbo coupe. So, uh, John, that's a beautiful car. So you're 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 driving from where to where? Um, So this thing. one's... Yeah, this one's in Crawfordville, uh, Florida, so that kind of area. And then I guess probably to Hollywood because it's such a style there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, God, that is great. That is amazing. Ah, oh, this is so amazing right there. Ah, uh, well, you're not gonna make it either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's perfect. Okay, Steve, you want to go and I'll then I'll yeah. pick it up. Okay, so I found a few as well. Um, I'll start with a 95 Firebird. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of details. Um, well, it's Kendall see. Park. It's, it's stolen, dude. <laughs> so we got uh, two pictures. That's all I've got. Wow. But 1500 bucks. 1500 bucks. Five-speed manual, good condition. Has a brake issue, so with my extra $3,500, I'm going to address any brake issues, <laughs> get them fixed. And, now, yeah. I do have a question. Is that three-tone red? <laughs> yes, it's New Jersey red. <laughs> it's New Jersey red. I think the bumpers the are pink. Bottom, <laughs> yeah, it's like the bottom's pink. I couldn't tell if that's a bra, but that's like a dark, dark red, and then the normal red. <laughs> So my my comfort cruiser was a 2008 uh, Mini Cooper S, uh, 1750. Uh, it's got some issues. AC is not working, but we're in the middle of winter, so I'm probably okay there. It says in working condition, so uh, cooling fan is broken. Car has an oil leak, so I'll just feed it oil, and reflects the low price. So that's the one that probably would, might be the safe bet. Um, the other ones that are not not oh, safe. What engine was in the in the Cooper? Firebird. Oh, it was oh, a 3.4 liter manual. 3.4 liter, I guess. Way, V8. Definitely make 
No, it's a V6. Oh, V6? Six. Okay. Six. <laughs> so, yeah. So, there's that's the uh, Mini Cooper. Okay. That is amazing. And the two that were oh, I was absolutely. unsure about was a 318i for 1800 bucks. Uh, E30 BMW. Uh, okay. It says it's second owner. He has serviced it. Manual. Mm. Possible. Might have problems. Those windows, with they'll never fail you. Yeah, the right. Roll-ups. And the other cool one I thought was this 91 Volvo 240 sedan for 3500 bucks. Okay. That yeah. is that when that breaks, you're just gonna be poor. The interior was nice, so I yeah. thought it had possibilities. But there was actually no no picture of the engine at all. What? So I'm trying to think of what that plush blue looks like. Like I don't even. What? <laughs> what it is that? It looks like that Continental that Terry showed us a few podcasts yes. ago. Yes. Yes. That is just amazing. Uh, Are the headrests just hard plastic with? Like, uh yes, like the hole. hardest plastic. Yeah, they're just hard. Yes. <laughs> they're yeah. bucket seats for your head. Mm -hmm. Basically, yeah. But they look really comfortable. I mean, like it's probably velour. It's probably really soft. You probably just fall oh, yeah. into it. You know, no bol no bolstering at all. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, it that's. Runs, it runs. So that's what that's I had. Beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Your turn. Okay. Yep, my turn screen so we can see okay so i had a couple okay i'm going to kind of start with certain things so i'm coming from basically i used to live in piscataway new jersey so i chose that and i'm going to end up in effing oregon so screw california so at first i thought well i lived in new jersey <laughs> nothing's more fun than a goddamn crappy 92 camaro oh my this. god look at this beauty Okay, this is a wonderful thing. It's twenty five hundred dollars. It's a ninety two, and it's the it's the wonderful RS. So it's the six cylinder. Wow, <laughs> it it's a salvage title. <laughs> so Terry with the Camaro and me with me with the Firebird. Let's go. Right. It's great. Look at this thing. Oh, okay, whoa, really... whoa, whoa! Back, back, back up you one picture. Is it? Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> If Terry gets hit on his trip to Oregon, he's gonna die. Yeah, I mean, look at this thing. It, it's and you know, look, New Jersey cigarette burns. <laughs> so, uh, rat droppings. This thing is amazing. So I really thought about this, okay? And I was Terry like, you have okay, twenty five hundred on a gold chain. Yeah. So I was really thinking about that, and then I go, well, you know what? Let's just go full stupid, okay? 2002 Land Rover Discovery SE. It's $3,200. You know, this should be able to get me from, you know, basically Biscataway. And this is in Salisbury, PA, which is not too far. It's only like a 50-mile drive. You know, because, you know, look at this thing. It's it's beautiful. This And Discoveries, they, they never break down. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Sagging headliner. It's just beautiful. Okay? So I thought about that, but then I realized, no. You gotta do it. You gotta do it in style, and you gotta do it in reliability. Lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen, the Jaguar the 1985 Jag XJ6 Series Free. <laughs> yes, this is my car. Two thousand dollars. I just have to drive to oh my place of birth, Philadelphia, <laughs> to pick it up. So this thing is he bought it from California. Has very little rust. It does run and drive. Right, brake system and most of the things are fixed up. <laughs> I mean oh, that that builds confidence that he did specifically mention brake system and most of the things are fixed up. But he couldn't fix the <laughs> the interior due to the current situation, which obviously is probably jail time. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was just an amazing car, so they're saying but I can't take proper care to the current situation. It's like he keeps mentioning the current situation. Again, jail. So this thing is beautiful. This is just an amazing, just, it's uber reliable, because we all know that 80s Jags were incredibly reliable. Jag, okay. Reliability. Oh, yeah. Yeah, top. Six? Yes, inline six Jag. Okay. 
and the interior is classic Jag. And this interior in the Jags didn't change into like well, long, you know, long, long time down the road. But you know, this thing right here will get me from New Jersey to freaking Oregon, and I'll it will it, it will get me there in style. It's got a big trunk, so I can put my junk in it. It's got the leaping Jag right there. This thing is beautiful. And remember, the brakes and most of the things are fixed up. I feel safe. You're doing a deal because of the current situation. Yes, the current situation. So I could probably get this through a $1,000 because I figure he wants $2,000 to put on the jail commissary so he can buy, like, beef jerky and stuff like that. So, butter. Yeah, and butter and other yeah. stuff. <laughs> this thing is beautiful. So, yeah. So the lesson learned here, everybody, is none of us are going to get to our destinations. <laughs> No, no. Yeah, I think we're going to have uh, struggles. <laughs> it's, it's great. Oh, Any one of us could have bought an old reliable Civic and made it to our destination without issues, but what's the fun in that? No, what's the fun right. in that? And honestly, I, I was looking, and I passed up so many interesting things that would have got, got me there. And I kept on looking at, there was a, like, a 9-3, like, sob wagon. I'm like, oh, Yes, but yep, the Jag will get me there, and in theory, somewhere along the side of the road, I should meet Dan in the 78 MGB. Bold of you to assume you're going to make it that far. Okay, with with the same electrical issue that I'm going to have, because Lucas Electronics! Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's wonderful, that's great, okay. <laughs> I will say, I will say this, hold on. When I I don't know if you saw the same thing, but looking at Jacksonville, there was nothing but pedo vans. Like no, I went through like the, <laughs> I went through like three pages of pedo vans, and I was like, they all had like limo or like zero tents, and I'm just like, oh my god. Pedo vans, <laughs> pedo vans, and old trucks with more money put into wheels and tires than the then truck it, is actually it, worth. Absolutely. That's Florida. Not yeah, that's Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> so I guess we're on to uh, posts of the week. Uh, what do you guys got? I didn't have any, so I don't have any either. I don't think we have any, do we? Uh, I, I don't I wish think we could so. just like shame people. I think those couple of posts of people screwing around in parking lots on our snow <laughs> day was kind of funny. Yeah, that's true. But I posted about underglow. That's that got some. some uh, Responses. Yeah, that's it's you want to underglow your car back because of the because of LEDs and how cheap they are. You yeah, how easy it is because back in the LEDs early nineties, it was neon tubes and expensive. And right. Yeah, it was. I can remember seeing it all over back then. On Instagram, there's a, a cool post that we got tagged in. Um, where's that? Fleeting Memories Media posted a few pictures of a. Uh, the Land Cruiser LJ70 that was kind of cool, just with the the mountains and the sunset in the background. It was kind of a well, Matt. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about that real quick. I know you're always looking for um, great photographers to share on our Instagram. So we're looking for a new uh, photographer for November, right? Yeah, that's true. So definitely tag okay. us in your Instagram posts, and we'll we'll reach out to you and. Maybe you'll make it up onto our our IG as we post it. And uh, we're also looking at uh, selling posters of your of your photo, and all profits go to charity for, for that. We're still working on the details of that, but we should be getting ramped up here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah I'd like to have those out, you know, probably before Thanksgiving, then we can get those out for Christmas to make good stocking stuffers. Yeah, yeah, great idea. Yeah, sounds awesome. Um, so I guess we're on to our uh, sponsor segment. Okay, I'll take this one. Um, our sponsor for the podcast day is Elite Roofing. Uh, they're headquartered in Denver, and it's Randy and Clayton. Uh, they they are both uh, car enthusiasts. Uh, Randy has a newish uh, Acura NSX, and Clayton has a Jaguar F-Type. Do you recall what type it was, Terry? Uh, it's a Type R. Type R, okay. 
So yeah, yeah they're yeah, uh, Elite's yeah. the highest rated company on Google with 340 reviews, 4.9 star rating. A ten year old roofing company. Um, they're building based a, their building is uh, their company is based on core values and priding themselves on exceeding customers' expectations. Uh, you can find them at facebook.com slash elite roofing, Instagram slash uh, elite roofing co, and website elite roofs.com. So, their benefit for Color Cards and Coffee members, Elite Roofs will provide a CNC member a $200 gift card to any CNC sponsor upon purchase of a residential roof replacement. So, if you get your roof replaced with Elite Roofing, they will give you a $200 gift card to another one of our sponsors for a detail, uh, paint protection film, uh, those kinds of things. So that's actually a pretty, pretty cool deal. So just a shout out to Elite Roofing. Check them out. Yes, definitely. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so we, we're going to try and wrap it up here. Um, we're just going to remind you to check out our Instagram, CO Cars and Coffee, Twitter, YouTube. Our Facebook page, our Facebook group, obviously, and our website, coloradocarsandcoffee.com, for the upcoming events and the local car community happenings. Um, if you, We have our URLs here, which is facebook.com slash group, C-A-R-Z and coffee, Instagram, C-O, Cars and Coffee, Twitter, CEO Cars and Coffee website, coloradocarsandcoffee.com. YouTube, you can search for Colorado Cars and Coffee. Um, do you guys have anything else to add? Or? Nope. Uh, th no, thanks for joining us. Yeah, good, good, Dan. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, looking forward to seeing uh, people show up to the uh, Tots and Tailpipes so we can get these kids some toys, you know? Yeah, so yeah, this, yeah, this Friday sure. we'll be in Golden. And the following Friday, in the first weekend in November, we will be in uh, Arapahoe down in Centennial, Arapahoe Road. Uh, so, yeah, come. Bring your new unwrapped toy. We'll, we'll provide that to Toys for Tots. Uh, we'd love to see you. Um, but thanks for joining us, and we would love your feedback. So love it, hate it, tell us about the podcast. We'd love to hear it. Right. Well, it's time for us to grab our coffee and hit the road. That's it for us here from Colorado Cars and Coffee. See you down the road, everyone. See you, everybody. Bye. Yes. See you.